What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of All Day with Ellie. I am excited for this one because, I mean, first of all, it's Marvel-related, so, I mean, obviously, I lots of excitement there. But another reason why I'm very excited for this episode is because my very good friend is joining me to discuss Kang the Conqueror, and it's Michael. Michael is back again for yet another episode. It's, what, your third one now? I believe so, yeah. Oh my god, your third, third one. one. Yeah. Congratulations. You, I'm very I think you Thank are, you for having me. I think you are the first guest who's come on three times. I don't know. I, yeah. You've been on the most so far. Well, I love this. This is, Your show's amazing. You're like, like <laughs> thank you. so much fun. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for having me on. It's a true honor. It really is. It's well, true I mean, honor. I love having you on. It's always so much fun talking with you about whatever topic we're talking about. I mean, whatever, we've done Marvel yeah. before, but we've also done DC. So, you know, we, we can't. A little bit of all the, the whole nerd. plethora, the whole range, it's great. you know, it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. But what you need to do right now is tell the listeners where they can find your content and also, you know, give sure. a little tidbit on what you talk about. Sure. Yeah. Um, my main platform is TikTok. It's for the love of comics, uh, but I'm on all the other ones too. Um, primarily what I do is I, I like to uh, build communities around like a lot of the nerd communities, specifically comics are my big thing. Um, but I've been working in comic book and game stores for over 15 years. Uh, I now own my own. And so like doing this and bringing together a lot of people that like the same stuff when it comes to comics, this was very important to me growing up. And so I like doing that with people and I like talking comics and I just need more people to talk comics with me anyways. So <laughs> I like to, I like to do this. So plus I have a lot of funny videos and I do a lot of weekly recommends. So if you want to know what's coming out each week and what, uh, what you, you know, you should read depending on what's coming out. Uh, that's kind of what we do. I love that you do that because honestly, getting into comics can be so daunting because yeah. there's so many and it's like, where do I start? Yeah. Where to begin? Which stories are, you know, really worth investing time into? So when you have like a creator like yourself, like talking about these comics and giving a pretty good breakdown of what each one is about, gives you a really good idea of what you may be into and what you may want to check out yourself. Yeah, I, I like to I like to keep it very um, broad too. Like, um, I don't like when people you know be like, "This is this is the only one to read," or that you know, "This is how to do it." Or if someone's like, "Oh yeah, I'm interested in this. What do you think?" Oh, that's garbage. That's not what I do, and that's not how I like to do it. Uh, if you're interested in something, I'll show you a lot of stuff that go along with it. You know, mm. to, and to do that. So, if you like something and want to know more, I'm happy to tell you where where to go and find all that stuff and some amazing stories in that genre. So, I just want people to read comics. I support that notion because it's so much fun. Sometimes I have a moment where I'm so like, what fun. was my life before reading comics? I, yeah, my, it's well, so my great. Infant, I mean, so. like, I'm, I'm investing <laughs> a lot more money into it, which, like, there, yeah. how, how's this down? Warning. But, Warning. But here's the thing. You get some of the coolest stories and interesting arcs, and you get to know the characters in such a different light, especially if you're yeah. comparing them to, like, their MCU counterpart. It's different. And you're buying it's a beautiful art too. It so is. Like that's what oh I would say gosh. too. The art is I have stunning. so many, yeah, so many customers come up and I'm like, oh my God, what do you think of the story so far? They bring me some comments and they go get all bashful. Like, oh, I'm actually not reading it. I'm getting for the art. Good. It's literally half the medium. Mm -hmm. You're buying a piece of art and an amazing story. You, what can go wrong? There's nothing wrong with that. It's phenomenal. There's been so many times where I was like, I wish I could just like cut this part out and like frame <laughs> it and put it on a yeah. wall because there, there are moments like that or just like, certain panels that are just really beautiful. beautiful and honestly some of the variant covers oh my god stunning 
Seriously, though. Yeah, these are some breathtaking artists that are doing comics now that it's just phenomenal. The talent is absolutely incredible. It's real. Incredible. But alas, the (laughs) topic of conversation today is Kang the Conqueror because this man is making, ooh, one hell of a debut into the MCU. He is coming in hot. In more ways than one. More ways than I'm about to say. More, more ways than more one. Ways than oh one. my god! So this episode um, is, you know, like who is Kang the Conqueror? We gotta yeah. get. Uh, I mean, I personally, I don't know that much about him, and I'm sure not a lot of people do. You know, he yeah. isn't a character that is known very well across um, the fandom. So we're gonna devote this episode to him. Yeah, and let's do it. Th- I mean, the very first question. I mean, it can be a bit of a big one, but Michael. Who is Kang the Conqueror? Who is Kang? He is a originally started out as, a, as a Fantastic Four villain and Avengers villain. Uh, he is a time traveler. He is he has no actual like powers in himself. He's not like a Spider Man or a Reed Richards or something like that. But speaking of Reed Richards, we'll get to him in a second. But like um, Nathaniel Richards, he is a time traveler from the I believe the year thirty one. 31st century and he gets a bunch of this uh super advanced tech and becomes a he's a civil engineer and a, and a time engineer pretty much he's an expert on history and uh time travel and he pretty much goes through time to conquer the world like that's kind of what his thing is and uh you see a lot of different versions of him his variants through but in the when he first started in comics it wasn't really considered variants. They were just mm-hmm. versions of him through time that he was interacting with. So you get uh, Immortus, which is his older self, uh, which ends up being a good slash an anti-hero kind of character. And then his younger self, Iron Lad, right? Which is his younger self that doesn't like where his life was going. Uh, so he wants to try to fix it and become a hero. And that actually starts the Young Avengers as well with Iron Lad. Oh, so like, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Iron, yeah, Iron Lad is... Uh, oh, spoiler alert. Um, but uh, this... <laughs> Kang is a very complicated character and uh, he's a very complicated character uh, in the fact that he doesn't lose a lot in the fact that because he has all these like time variants so even if you defeat one of them someone else can come right back in and try to go for it again interesting okay okay he's a very complicated character which I mean I feel like that's a it's a little bit fun because you know there's layers that you can really uh, dig deep and learn about so you mentioned yeah, some, some of the variants. Are yes. there any other like Kang variants that are like fairly iconic or uh, seem to come up a lot in comics? Immortus is one of them. Like I talked about, that's his older self. Mm-hmm. Um, his original self, he went back to ancient Egypt. Um, Tut, he was a pharaoh. He went to, he just easily conquered oh, cool. uh, ancient Egyptians and he became this big massive pharaoh and he wanted to you know start conquer the world from the very very beginning that's a big big um, part of him because it also connects to um the x-men in regards to apocalypse uh mm. the ap- apocalypse mean like he was he wanted to bring him on as his like his son his protege um when he when he found him and then also iron lad like i talked about he's his younger self that doesn't like where his future is going he finds out what happens in his future and then he becomes evil he's like, I'm, that's not who i want to be and so he goes back and starts the young avengers so those are the three there's a couple other ones like the um uh the uh, the crimson sentient uh then there's um uh he works for the the t- he worked for the tv one of his variants worked for the tva and he was monitoring monitor uh um 
uh, Universe 616, which is the main Marvel continuity. So there's a lot of different versions of him throughout. And he was in Ultimate Comics as well, but in that one, he was Sue Storm instead of Reed. Uh, instead of uh, yeah, he, yeah, she, she ends up the ultimate uh, Kang is actually Sue Storm, a future version of Sue Storm. So like, very very complicated. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know it's pretty I'm nuts, like, right? It's wow. <laughs> he was taught by the the uh, the Time Masters, the last beings of the universe. Mm-hmm. That's who brought him on. He was taught everything that he needed to know about history and time travel through them. And he, you know, he fights the Avengers. He fights the Avengers. He fights everybody. He's pretty interconnected with the Marvel yeah. Universe as a whole. And right now, he's pretty important in the Marvel comics as well, actually, going Ooh, on right now. Oh, that's exciting. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's fun. Okay. What's his history? So his history is he, like I said, he goes back to, um, he gets uh, taken by the, then he gets taken by the Time Lords to try to, because um, they see, something in him to try to you know watch over the 616 universe he learns from them he decides nah i'm not going to do that he goes back to ancient egypt falls in love uh with um his this character that ends up being uh i forget her name um uh ravana ravona um oh uh ravona renslayer right yes yep she uh, he falls in love with her and she becomes a character throughout marvel history as well uh but he keeps he keeps end up losing. And so he, he tries to go to different time frames to try to become this big conqueror that he knows he wants to be. This is like his drive that he knows that he is the one that can bring the universe together from falling apart mm-hmm. and collapsing. Even though most of the time he's the one causing. Yeah. <laughs> it. Like there's one storyline in the Avengers where he, he purposely infects people to make them stupider so oh. it makes him easier to okay uh to conquer in the future so like yeah he's re- i mean he's potentially related to reed richards mr fantastic he's potentially related to dr doom he's a descendant of pro- pro- probably well, any of them but again not confirmed because with time travel you might have killed this one but another one comes in so we don't know exactly what uh where uh, kang truly comes from but he's here to stay Ooh, that's intriguing i like that very interesting yeah. interesting um, how would you kind of like break down his powers and abilities? His powers come from his, his huge intellect, very much like Reed Richards, and, but in the fact that he's more methodical, more towards, I guess, Dr. Doom than anything mm-hmm. else. Um, not as evil villainy. I know it might seem counter to who Kang is, but he definitely has a mission, right? Uh, a lot of his power, all his powers come from his suit, his future tech. Mm-hmm. That's where it really comes from. And his foresight quote-unquote foresight knowledge of the future because he's in the past now so he knows how everything's probably going to go down and that's where a lot of his powers come from is his suit which has like energy fields he can survive for like a month with food and air just from his suit so he can survive anywhere uh he has obviously his time sliding powers so he can slide through time and then a lot of just different future weaponry that is just beyond anything that anyone's ever seen before how does his like intellect compare to some of the other characters in the comics? Yeah, he's, I mean, he's ridiculously smart. He's definitely one of the smartest, but he's, I mean, I wouldn't say that he's any smarter than any of the main Marvel top intel- brainies mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, going on right now. Like um, Moon Girls, obviously the, the smartest in Marvel, uh, Reed Richards and Tony Stark and uh, Hank McCoy, a lot of those guys, but he's definitely on par with them mm-hmm. if not uh probably not as intelligent he's definitely more excuse me he's definitely more th- methodical and he definitely is more driven than i think than any of those ladies are 
Ooh, okay. It's always interesting um, considering intellect within Marvel and like, I feel like it always becomes such a hot topic of, it's like the same thing. People like to argue about who's the most powerful people like (laughs) to argue over like who's the smartest, like who's the most intelligent character within the universe. And it's always interesting to see how people kind of drive those arguments and defense of certain characters at this current moment i would say moon girl is the the smartest person in marvel universe because she figured out a problem that even reed richards couldn't figure out oh you know what no they no she's the smartest (laughs) she's the smartest yeah if reed couldn't figure it out that's what i'm saying well (laughs) she's definitely the she's definitely the smartest person in the marvel universe right now but um the thing is with with kang with that super intelligence also comes this drive to um he thinks he's the best. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's the answer. He th- that's really what it is. He thinks he's the answer, right? I am the one that needs to uh, protect everybody, save this land. I need to rule everything mm-hmm. uh, because I'm the only one that can. And he keeps doing that. So if, if the most drive in Marvel, I would definitely say probably Kang is the top. Yeah. You know what? I, I see it. I yeah. see it. He's, I see it for vicious. sure. Oh, wow. That's crazy. And he uses time to his advantage. He'll send people back to different places. He sent the Hulk back in time. He sent uh, Hawkeye back in time a lot. Eventually, it fixes itself out, right? Because the hero's got to win. But uh, yeah, he uses time in so many different clever ways. That's really, really interesting. So he's just got a very good handle on them, huh? Yes. And usually it, it comes to the fact, uh, usually the thing that ends him, uh, that finishes him really, is uh, is his arrogance. Obviously, that, that leads into a very classic supervillain. Um, but in these more recent comics, most recent iterations of him in comics, he's gotten really over that. He's definitely more ready to kind of like, at least how they're writing him is definitely more, I know what I'm doing. You have really no chance of, of beating me at this point. And that's not coming from arrogance. It's the fact that I've seen it happen. I know I'm winning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that and, and that, that kind of aspect. Gotcha. I mean, that, that kind of makes sense. But like yeah. in terms of his like, powers and abilities like how powerful does that make him does that really play into his arrogance and his drive is that what makes him so strong um he's everything's more like just tools Mm -hmm. he he doesn't he doesn't need them um in one of the most recent uh timeless comics which is an issue they bring out every year now they've done this twice now and i think marvel's gonna marvel comics is gonna use this as like a a jumping on point to explain all their stories going into a year right uh this one, this one that just came out a few weeks, like about a month ago in early January, uh, was timeless number one for 2023. And it's showing all these like future events that might happen going forward in the Marvel comics. And he takes off his armor and he's wrestling with these future, like end of time beings, right? Mm-hmm. It looks like a King Arthur one. They're, they're built after like King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. Um, excuse me. But um, they're these future beings and they're like, King, we've had enough of you. It's is ridiculous. You're hurting the time stream and we're going to put an end to you. And he's like, he challenges their most, the strongest mm-hmm. being of all of them. They're, 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 they're Lance a lot. He's like, yeah, if I beat you, I can be, I'm going to be on your council of time. And he strips off his armor and bare fist by, fights him. So like, Ooh. even without his tech, he's a massively um, uh, formidable opponent. Gotcha. But, like, how would you say he compares to, like, other powerful characters? Yeah, uh, he can be hacked. Is I mean, at the end of the day, it's still tech, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, he's still uh, high tech. So if you can get around that, you he can be beaten. He's still just a man at the end of the day. He's still just a human being. Um, definitely more at the peak of his physical abilities. But 
he has no other special powers besides that. I think the thing that's his most formidable aspect of him is the fact that he knows what's coming. Mm-hmm. He knows what you could be doing. He knows the different angles that can be taken, what's going on, what's going to happen, things like that. So dealing with that, I think, is his most powerful aspect. And in comparison to everything else, no one really has that ability unless for like pre precognition, like a lot of the mutants and things like that. So it just depends on uh, who he's going up against. But I would say most of the time, he's really got to be tricked into his defeat. He's a very, very difficult person to defeat, just straight up power for power. That's really making me think about him in the MCU. Like that's really yeah. like the gears in my brain are just turning right now. Yeah, it's he's he's very Whoa. very formidable. Okay. You're not going to beat him straight up uh power to power. You're really not. His tech and he knows what you're going to do before you even do it. He already has a plan for it, you. Exactly. He knows what's going to happen. Like when you say like like he knows what's going to happen. That got me. I was like how the hell are yeah. they <laughs> like yeah. just, it's like the biggest question of of how because yeah. that's in whoa i know it's very it's very exciting especially after everything that happened in the loki show and explaining who the who the tva are and the time the time lasters like it's gonna be a big thing he's whoa. very very dangerous i feel like i feel like after seeing more of kang i feel like there's going to be a bit of new appreciation for Loki and the sh- oh, like yeah. the show. Like I feel like after having this knowledge and then just like rewatching it, I feel like we'd be looking at it a little different and viewing it differently. I also haven't rewatched Loki since it it's come out. I need to. I know. I, know I need to, but. I've rewatched the the scene with the one above all with him. Me right? too. I've watched the scene a few times since then. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a much different show after watching it, man. Especially the ending of Loki, right? Exactly. Because you he comes into a different reality now, where Kang has conquered. So, where that fits in, I have no idea yet. We're gonna see. Which is whoa, <laughs> that's it. Know, oh, just a whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but like in the it's comics, true. like is his mo- motivations usually the same, or do they change from time to time? Like you know, depending on the comic run or what the main story is. Yeah, of course. I mean, at the end of the day, it's going to depend on who's writing and the story that they're trying to tell. Uh, There's a lot of writers that use him as just this big bad, right? He's this big bad villain, nothing else besides, I'm going to conquer the world, right? Very, very straightforward. Uh, But the way they've been using him lately is more of a villain to, with consequences to heroes' actions, right? He's there, he shows up when they've, when the heroes have done something wrong, because he's, Either they're changing something that he doesn't want that mm-hmm. change, or he's trying to um, help them along in a certain way. Just like what happened with um, right before Inhumans versus X Men storyline a few years ago. Like um, he's the one that took Black Bolt's son uh, on purpose. Black oh. Bolt asked him to. He's like, "Take take my son away before things get crazy." And and uh, Kang was like, "I will do this for you, but you will never get him back. Then he will be mine." Oh. Right. So it's that's how they use him lately. Is the is when something's going wrong that the heroes are doing wrong, he ends up showing up to either take advantage of that or to counter it. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that gives us a a pretty solid idea of him in the comics. Yeah. I like how they're doing lately with him. Like like I said, he's of course a very, very big, bad classic (laughs) villain. Mm -hmm. Right. But like, he kind of has what they're doing. He does. He definitely has the look. He's very intimidating. Um, and then it also depends on which 
which Kang you're being you know introduced to. Several have died. He's taken on new personas. Uh, he's worked with the heroes. He's worked against the heroes. So it's really depending on what is Kang is needing at the time. It's right? like, who am I talking to? Like, figure that uh, yeah. out and then yeah. move on from there. Exactly. All right. Okay. Well, I guess we should transition into the MCU because <laughs> MCU. I here mean, we go. The thing everyone's more excited, most excited about. I love it. I Talk mean, it's because of Jonathan Majors. Let's be real. Like, no let's be really joke. honest here. Okay. What a great casting. Um, oh what first of all, amazing casting choice because everyone's yeah. rooting for Kang. This is like the funniest thing, honestly, across all social media, like TikTok, Twitter, especially. Yeah. Everyone's like. For the record, I'm Team Kang. <laughs> Avengers, who who are they? I don't know yeah, them. Ant Man, who Scott Lang? That's news to no me. Joke. Yeah, which is hilarious. I mean, it makes sense though. I mean, all of uh, all of Phase Four, we didn't really uh, we didn't really get to we didn't have a bad bad guy to root behind, right? We were so used to having a big mm-hmm. villain to root behind Thanos, and now we had no one to really connect everything. And now we're getting Kang to kind of be like, all right, here we go. All right, something big's happening. Oh, we know something's big's happening. Crazy. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm so excited for, like, to basically feel like I'm getting punched in the gut, like, <laughs> by Marvel. It's like, I mean, I got, like, punched in the gut in, like, a, oh, my God, kind of way. With Phase yeah, no, 4, exactly, right. it was a punch in the gut of, like, just feeling immense pain yes <laughs> for my character, phase four was a lot of feelings it was the phase of feelings yeah, yeah no i, I literally agree. joke i'm like phase four like it's face pain like this is just an entire phase of me crying with every single project because yeah. everyone's sad or dealing with immense grief or like yeah. it's yeah anyway <laughs> you're right start but like kicking things off with like phase five with a movie like quantumania and with a character like hang i feel like Ooh, whoa, it's going to be a real trip. Yeah, and to use Ant-Man for this, that's very unexpected for him to show up in the Ant-Man movie. Like, because he never, in the comics at least, he never really interacts too much with with any of the Ant-Man variations. And to, and to use a movie that's normally left for like comedic relief to be the start, and it seems to be a very dramatic yes. introduction into Phase 5 yes. and the future of what, you know, the big, big storyline is going to be, the overarching storyline is going to be in the MCU. What a shocker, exactly. but I'm very excited for it. Right? Oh, it's going to be crazy. But, all right, in your thoughts, though, what could Kang's presence in the MCU mean? That Yeah, that's kind of tricky. I, I think it's a lot's going to have to do with, well, it's it's one of Kang's variants, right? Mm-hmm. One of the, uh, he's the one before all, we, I mean, he was the one that was the last one, right? He's the one that defeated all his variants and he got, he clipped the timeline and kept it, kept it solid. So no branch realities ever pop up. So was he the first one? I don't know. But was he the one that won? Yeah. He's the one that kind of um, brought quote unquote peace to, to the multiverse. Um, but I mean, it was more of a like forced peace, right? Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see because he said to himself in in, that, in Loki, right? He's like, you should see my variants, right? You think I'm bad. Yeah. That, was, that line actually got me because I was like, whoa. Like, yeah. I wonder the extent of that, of like, how bad could they be and how bad could they get? And it's just like, well, I guess we're going to find out. <laughs> yeah. We're going to see what I what this actual uh, Kang variant or this Kang, the conqueror is actually going to be what he's been involved. He's in the quantum realm. Is he been trapped there? Like what's, 
what's really going to happen going forward. But the army that I see, they think that he's, you know, he's made and he's, he has and his, you know, need and his drive to, you know, take what is not, what is not his, what he thinks is his, um, I think is going to be a very big player going forward. I think he's going to be a character that is going to have to stand up to things like the celestial like i think he's a, a, a gonna be a target and not a target but a, a force against the yeah. big powers of the marvel universe oh my gosh i feel like that Ooh, that's exciting that's really yeah. exciting because like like i said in the comics i don't know how they're going to translate it into yeah. the show but in the i mean from what it seemed like from loki he was using tech he was using his watch the entire mm-hmm. time um so it looks like he has no powers like in the comics he just has his future tech so it's this man. He's a he's a human man up against literal god, space gods, right? And a bunch of god power, godly powers that are ridiculously above and beyond any normal person, right? Mm-hmm. So if you think about it like that, he's up against like craziness, but he faces it straightforward, head on, and like you kind of admire the guy a yeah. little bit. But at the end of the day, he's he's forcing everyone to go to his will. So he definitely is the bad guy. But it's very interesting take. Oh, wow. I mean, in regards to like the MCU, though, what do, you, do you have any theories on what his motivations are going to be? Do you think they're going to be similar to the comics or kind of go about it differently? That would be interesting because um, we were talking about it a little bit before uh, we started recording. But uh, I think one of my biggest recommendations for anyone that wants to get into Kang is the cartoon that you mentioned actually really yeah avengers heroes uh earth's mightiest heroes Heroes. yeah that has probably one of the best and easiest way to understand kang is that show uh and probably one of the best recommend except for the past like i don't know five years of kang in comics that's probably the best rendition of kang i've come across in a very long time it shows his motivation it shows his power levels and what kang can do in a very entertaining and easy to follow way oh my god time to rewatch that show yeah i think if anyone really knows wants to know where who kang really is the easiest way to really understand is through avengers uh earth's mightiest heroes the cartoon it's on the hello it's uh, also disney plus right a good show and it's such a good show the theme song is the catchiest thing in the whole world so good i literally one of my favorite shows honestly i can't even lie it was so much fun i watched it during the summer 10 out of 10 the best time ever i'm so heartbroken that there was no season three and i really really i know i know i'm back like the other one the one that it followed the cartoon after that one followed is kind of like a sequel a little bit because they because they do flat in that show they do flashbacks of the original animation of Earth's yeah, I noticed that. so they are connected but yeah they take it in a it's in a not very, as good like it's okay it's not, but like each episode feels the same no exactly i completely <laughs> agree first mighty heroes was far better literally they would um, start out they'd be fighting the bad guy they would defeat the bad guy and then the, it would be the end of the episode and in between all yeah. of that they have these little quips and little funny moments and like <laughs> But that's it. That was like each yeah. episode, though, and I was like, "Oh, come on, guys!" No, I completely Cast agree. Up. I completely agree. It, it was a not a great follow up, but I, it was Mighty Heroes for sure. Everyone On should the be watching that show. That show got me so excited for Secret Invasion. Oh no, joke! <laughs> I yeah, was, like, watching I'm it. actually very excited for and Secret Invasion like, as well. Whoa, because that was like yeah. my first time kind of like experiencing it because I hadn't um, like dove into the comics like comics yet about with Secret mm-hmm. Invasion. And I was already excited for the TV show just because of the news that was coming out about it and just like the way 
they were going to go about it in regards to like tone sure but watching that show i was like whoa this could change everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> of like yeah, who's a scroll and like who's not oh that was crazy i was like i'm excited too and it got it was it's a lot darker than i thought they were going to take it too which is very exciting. I'm very happy. I'm with the direction well, they said like, like they were going to go kind of like the Winter Generation. Soldier where it's like a little darker. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, and like very like street level. I was like, yes. <laughs> I was yeah, like, I'm with so like everyone against it. Nick Fury. He's like, I'm, seems kind of in, going crazy. He's like, I'm telling the truth and no one believes him. Uh, so it's going to be, I'm excited. It's going to be a very, very fun show. A, yeah, like, it's going to be a fun show. A Nick Fury centric story. Because he's mm. a really interesting character. Yeah, he's, he's very just much been he's been a supporting person ever since Iron Man. Like, mm-hmm. but now he gets time to shine, and I'm like, yeah, we see yes, what he can do as you should, and, Nicholas. Uh, Nicholas, Nicholas J. Fury. Here we go, and Maria Hill. I love Maria and Hill. Maria Hill, which is great, and uh, uh, Emily, Emily, Cl- Amelia Clark. Amelia I Clark, love her yeah, so I'm very much. excited. I'm very excited. And, okay, so when casting came out about Amelia Clark, and then when casting came out about Olivia Coleman, I was like, "Yeah, this was for me." I was like, "Now <laughs> I know that this show is for me." <laughs> yeah, yeah, no joke. It should be really fun. I'm very, excited. I'm very excited. They don't have a release date. I don't think they. I think we're still waiting on. Yeah, I don't know if we're getting that anytime soon. So yeah, didn't they say? I think they said perhaps spring 2023. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so be, as well. I, it should be coming out this, this year, right? I'm in March. So. I think that's where the yeah, theories yeah. are like, oh, it's going to come out in March. I hope there so. Really. <laughs> <I'm>, I am <laughs> impatient. <laughs> no, well, of course. Like we're getting some, we're getting some good show, uh, good Marvel content this this year. So I'm very, very excited. Getting should be good. Year. Good stuff over like this year and next year. Who we? Oh my god! This. 2020 the next three years 2025 is gonna be huge 2025 is gonna be ridiculous for all comics dc marvel 2025 is the year to to be apparently oh my so. gosh thank god i love being a nerd <laughs> yeah no joke literally no joke. with like the marvel news the like dc news it's like whoa and then I we're gonna get it. more star wars content as well like yes i mean because yeah the world okay. keeps up 2025. <laughs> yeah 2025 we have fantastic four we have uh avengers king dynasty we have Superman Legacy. We have The Batman Part Two and an Untitled Star Wars movie, all in 2025. That's gonna be an epic year. I can't wait. Oh my god, Dude, I can't I. wait. But back to Kang. <laughs> back to, back Kang. to Kang. All right. I mean, how screwed are our heroes? I mean, yes. Like, like, <laughs> How like, like I said, he he knows what they're they're gonna do before he does, and especially if I'm very excited to see what they're gonna do with the because they've already introduced time travel, right? That was Avengers Endgame. They've they've uh, introduced the idea and concept of time travel, but like you couldn't change your future or past. That's what, how it's explained, right? You go back, and then your past is now your present, and you go back to your future, which ends up being your present again. You can't change it. But Kang can, right? <laughs> That's the thing with Kang. So I don't know how they're going to bring, bring that aspect into it because he has to be able to mess with time. That's his thing. So mm-hmm. I'm very interested to see how that's going to... And it, and that was pretty obvious when at the end of Loki, when no one remembered him, Loki had been in the TVA and all the statues are different, right? So like Kang is obviously messing with time already. Oh, 
That's like, so what else has he been changing? What <laughs> exactly, else is going to go weird? Like, yeah. Knowing that his presence is in the MCU now, and obviously like we'll probably have a better idea after Quantumania, but yeah. it's just the thought of like what what could he do? Like <laughs> what could he change? How big yeah. of an impact would he have? I mean, obviously we can anticipate something rather large, but it's just the thought process, especially since we don't know yet. Like we don't know how the MCU is going to handle him. We don't know how he is going to act or react to certain situations. So ooh, it's just oh, a lot of questions. Yeah, it's it's going to be big. Like who could really do that? I mean, who can compete with something like that? I don't know. You're going to need to have a lot of, you're going to need to have a tech person, which we don't have Tony anymore, but we're going to have to probably rely on uh, Ironheart, right? I'm hoping she plays a bigger, bigger part in that with her, with her level of genius. Also probably Shuri is Black Panther. Their level of genius is going to have to cook in because in the original comics, his suit is based off old Dr. Doom technology. So that would be a really good way to introduce the Fantastic Four as well. Right. So like, this could lead into a lot of different cool stuff. So I'm very, very excited. If this leads into Fantastic Four, I'm going to be crying uh, in the theater. <laughs> I know. Because Doctor Doom is like my favorite comic villain. Like He's I'm a DC, a cool I'm a huge villain. DC fan, but Doctor Doom is my favorite comic villain. He's just like the pinnacle of villain. Literally. So to introduce him into the MCU, I'm very excited about. Oh my but God. Kang is obviously the, the front row here. So what that's going to tie into, because like I said, in the comics, he's a distant relative, uh, a, distant, a distant descendant of Nathaniel Richards, Reed Richards' father, and then also Doctor Doom, supposedly. So there's many connections to the Fantastic Four, and I'm excited to see that connection. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whoa. Okay. This is what I love about these stories is, first of all, like how interconnected that they can be and how their storylines can bring in new characters and like bring on new stories it just yeah it's so much fun it's fun i yes and you asked about his motivation i think i've been thinking about that for a second and i like the fact that with thanos they're giving the villains something that you can identify with right that's you understand what you understand what thanos was trying to do he was going back at it in a terrible way but you understand that he was trying to help the universe Mm -hmm. get it got it you're just going about it in a terrible way i think they're going to do the same very similar thing with kang and the fact that not in the fact that he's trying to save the universe i think he you're gonna you're gonna give him i think i hope they bring in his his love interest ravana ravana um I hope they bring in her to give him some humanity to him because without that, he's just going to seem like this monster and very stereotypical (laughs) villain, right? Mm -hmm. Very stereotypical villain. But if you're giving him a reason to be tied to humanity again and get him down off this God high high horse of his, I think that's going to cause a lot of conflict for everyone else. It's going to, the heroes might use her against him. Like there's a lot you can do with that. Oh, I mean. Plus, that would be a really cool love story. That would be. Oh, I I could get behind that. I could definitely get behind that. But do do you think, like, they can take him down? Our heroes? Um, I don't, I think, do I think they could take him down? No, I think they might be able to take, what might happen is that they might, the audience might think they took him down. But again, it happens all the time in comics and out of nowhere, a Kang from a different point in time comes and be like, oh, you He's like, you, you thought. killed one of my future points. You I'm taking you out now. Yeah, you thought. You thought wrong. And so 
I think this, and especially that's what the one above all said in Loki as well. He's like, look at all my different variants. We went to war together. I think this might be the start of a potential new multiversal war. Exciting. Kang against Kang. That would be crazy to see. That would be fun. Yes. And what if we're the Kang we're about to get in Ant-Man? What if he's like the most like badass one? Like he's the, he's the most aggressive. He's the conqueror, right? He's Kang the conqueror. And oh. Can't wait to see that. That's insane. Okay. He's just taking people out. No, no mercy. He's just very methodical about what he's doing. He knows how to do it. Oh my god! I feel like satisfying to see in the most heartbreaking way at the same time. Like, no, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what we said at the beginning. Can't help, but not like you. You have to watch it, but then at the same time, it's like, oh god, like what is happening yeah. right now? This Ant Man's gonna be sad in one way or the other, and I'm, no I kidding. Don't know what's, what's I feel happen. like that's yeah. just something. Uh, where I feel like that's no. just gonna bound to happen. But this is definitely gonna lead into hopefully Young Avengers as well. Again, oh, fingers crossed. A Kang variant. Here we go. Fingers crossed. Now, when it comes to the heroes taking him down, yeah, you know, with your knowledge of our lovely MCU besties, who do you think should be part of? the team or who do you ideally think should be a part of the team to bring down Kang? Um, I think I uh, started that a little bit. I, I think you need someone that you need tech based people. So you're going to need like Shuri and, and Ironheart to, to come in. I think that would be very important. Um, Cause Kang is all tech. He, he, that's what his power base comes from is his, is his, is his suit. Um, so you need something like that. Um, but I think you need, a lot of the magic people too. I think that's one thing they don't really go. He never goes up against very often is magic. Mm-hmm. And so I think causing that kind of like chaos in there, look, is going to throw it in. So I think having obviously uh, Dr. Strange be in there, but also probably uh, Shang-Chi because uh, there was, I think the rings are connected a little Me bit. Too. I think the rings are connected. So, so I think that should be an interesting kind of uh, toss up to him as well. Um, and then I think, I don't know. Um, I want I want the Eternals to be part of it. I really do. I loved that movie, and I want them to be part of it. I don't know if they're going to be, but um, I think that would be a really good team. And Captain Marvel, of course, and the Marvels is probably going to be introducing something with that as well coming in. Oh, I, I definitely agree. I feel like having the magic users would yeah. give them that advantage. I think so too. I I, I think they'd rarely go against because that was my big hope for Iron Man. Three, in all honesty, uh, when they when they introduced uh, in the trailers that the Mandarin was going to be one of the main villains um, in the comics, Mandarin has these uh, ten rings of power, and they're all magic based. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, cool, magic versus tech. They don't ever do that. I'm very very excited. Um, but obviously, that didn't happen. Yeah. With tech for tech. But uh, I think this would be a good excuse to to do something like that, and I, it would give uh, an excuse to you know to pull away from tech a little bit since that's been a Tony Stark heavy thing for a while, and bring front and center with heavy powerhouses like Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel coming in and then um, uh, Doctor Strange and Shang-Chi. Oh, I honestly, I love, I do love the magic. I yeah. do love the characters who have some sort of like magic or like celestial like type of power. It's just, it's yeah. so, first of all, it's fun to watch. <laughs> it's so much yeah. fun to watch, but like seeing how, like the things that they can do. Ooh. Ooh, very very I nice i agree i mean okay I, agree. Very excited. I i feel like maybe we're all in denial i don't know but i feel like <laughs> it's a pretty common thought that 
Wanda, of course, did not die at the end of Multiverse of Madness. So yeah, I would assume that. I hope not because I am very upset about that um, <laughs> for like many, many reasons and not just because like, yeah. I love her character. But like, yeah, yeah, okay, totally. we're going with a thought. She's not actually dead. She's going to come back in something, yeah. some project. Who knows which one? Vision Quest. Yeah, okay, that would be great. But like, do you think she would be a good person to have on their team to hopefully bring down Kang if she got in, involved in that story? Oh, yeah. Especially if they take her in the direction that I, I hope they go with her power level um, and where she can literally warp reality. I think that would cause Kang to have a immense amount of headache. Exactly. Because, right? I mean, he might know what's coming, but how do you deal with someone that can literally change the ground you're walking on to pudding? Like, how do you, even though you might know what's coming, like, how, how do you deal with that? So I, I think she would be uh, a really like thorn in his side for sure. Ooh. Come on, Wanda. <laughs> come on, Wanda. Come on, Wanda. And I think I think you need to because, like I keep saying, I want the young Avengers to come in, and we we've had a few few of them so far, and two of them are her kids. Exactly. So um, we have to have them, and one is Ant Man's kid, and so and one is uh, Bradley's grandson we as have well. So many but, of them um, already. <laughs> yeah, there's we already have and Kate Bishop as well. We have a lot of them already. You just have, we and just so, have, uh, they just need to come together. <laughs> yeah, they just all need to come together. Um, and I mean, in the comic one in Young Avengers. In the original one, uh, there was this little Vision as well. He's not little, little, but he's like a teenage version mm-hmm. of Vision. So maybe Vision Quest will lead into something like that. Too. I'm excited for Vision Quest. I'm also. I'm like waiting. I like Paul. I like Paul Bettany a lot too. I so I'm love excited. Paul Bettany. Oh, yeah. honestly, his story is like as a human, like as his career, <laughs> as a human. career in like Hollywood is so interesting. Um, I mean, yeah, one and- of his one of my favorite movies of all time on my top five is uh, Night's Tale, which he's in. So I'm good that's a good movie but like even just like seeing his like history with marvel and Mm. i'm so glad that he was like brought on as you know a physical being in age of ultron like that was such a blessing i was like thank you for this oh yeah that was so good and uh, it was it just fit it just brought everything together it was like a that final puzzle piece you're like ah so satisfied and there's yeah that was like one of the things i'm like i Age of Ultron has its flaws. Mm-hmm. There are um, many problems with Age of Ultron. <laughs> yeah, there's a but few. I'm like, we can go. However, the amount of like puzzle pieces that are in that like movie alone and how much it does to help start bringing together the big picture of like the Infinity War yeah. and like the Infinity Saga, it's very satisfying especially very much after, so you know you finish watching everything and then like look back on it it's it's fun to watch again and be like oh, it is i mean it's thing, a and there's that thing it's just a traditional it's a very traditional superhero story right there's nothing too complex about age of ultron too much good guys are forced to bring down villain they get taken down a notch and they work together again to, to defeat the villain again it's a very cut and dry story but it's very entertaining Honestly, I have like two of my biggest. I'm gonna focus and talk about Age of Ultron for a hot second. The two Please. of my biggest gripes about that movie is first of all, Bruce and Natasha. I was like, excuse yeah. me. <laughs> I know. What, I what's know. going on here? Second I of know. all, Pietro dying. What was the I reason? know. What? That's my biggest. Yeah. I was like, first of all, you're going to bring Aaron Taylor Johnson to this role. You're going to give Pietro the best personality. Like, and after mm-hmm. kind of like reading Pietro in the comics a little bit, I was like, this is pretty accurate. Like very yeah. similar to how 
his personality it, it is better it better. is better of like how he is in the comics, the comics and yeah. he's so much fun to watch and then yes, you kill him he's very entertaining in the dumbest way <laughs> in the du- <laughs> i know he's he could have outrun that like, i don't understand exactly i was like Why'd you, you, have to take you the couldn't like run at understand. them and just like push them out of the way like I know <laughs> you couldn't just grab them. Like he saved all those people from the train, right? Like just exactly. he moved all the people out of the way. Why couldn't he move them out of the way instead like, of put a car in front? Dramatic. Whatever. I was like, this is whatever. A <laughs> Obviously, he didn't. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson did not want to continue his contract, so I guess maybe he was just in there for one movie or something. Or they were just rude. <laughs> or they were rude because yeah, I mean in the comics, uh, he's one of he's one of my favorite. Uh, mine too Marvel comic one of my favorite Marvel characters in, in the comics he's just so annoying that you love him love like he, like so obsessed yeah he's just so entertaining to, and to read and he just says things that like you're like oh I wish That's I said so that funny. he just says a Quicksilver comic next to me <laughs> oh yeah he's so nice so that's why I was excited and I thought Aaron Taylor Johnson did a, a much better rendition like more realistic rendition of him in the movies than in the comics so I think that was phenomenal with you yeah. you know what my mind's like you know what they were like He's too powerful. If they had Quicksilver going up against Thanos, that I know. Yeah, they couldn't make him out. He just plucked the stones from his glove. Exactly. Even honestly, yeah, even see it. Yeah, he'd be like, "Oh nope, I'm gonna take that. Oh nope, I'm gonna take that one." Too. We're looking for these. Looking hmm. for these. Hmm. hmm. Funny, I have them now. Silly. Literally, yeah. run really quickly. Go hide them somewhere where he can't find them. I don't know. Yeah, get and- them to someone who can destroy them. And there was there. I mean, we had there was the uh, the X Men X Men movies Quicksilver as well. I forget the actor's name. Um, um, why did my brain just completely? Yeah, I don't remember his name. His name. <laughs> I liked how they did his speed, but I liked Aaron Johnson, Aaron Taylor Johnson's personality better mm-hmm. in Age of Ultron as as Quicksilver. Um, he was too likable in the X Men ones, I think. Because uh, Pietro, you need to have some sort of like, you, you need to be annoyed by him. A you little need bit. to. And I think Aaron Taylor Johnson like, did a much a better job. Sass factor as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I like how they did it in the X Men cartoons to show how fast he was. That's what I liked about how in the X Men uh, movies when they brought him in, that was very because the speed is like, I mean, obviously with his character, I mean, yeah. it's such an important yeah. part that you want to showcase it in a really great way where you can understand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and in, in it was pretty lazy, in, in my opinion, on the Age of Ultron movie, where you can just see this blue blur. On by, like, that, that's all it was. On and off yeah, that's all it was. It was very boring. Um, where in the X-Men movies, and even in um, in Justice League, the director, in the Snyder's Cut, you see how fast some of these characters really are. Uh, these speedsters really are, and how dramatic, you know, being going that fast can be. And so that, I think, was very impressive. But yes, th- they had to get rid of him. He was a too too much too overpowered. Dang it, dang it! But in regards to like you know the the like the team that um bring hopefully brings down Kang. Yeah. You kind of touch on it a little bit in regards to like the comics where they you kind of just have to outsmart him a little bit. You have to trick him yeah. into failing. Do you think that would be the ideal strategy, or just like really using? the magic aspect of it against him. I think they're, I think they're going to fail again. I think the, whoever team gets together, are going to fail again. And I think that's, what's going to bring in the young Avengers. I think Kang's going to erase them from timeline of some way mm. and brings in the young Avengers to, cause they have no choice. Whoa. The young Avengers are the only ones left. 
Uh, I think that would be a really dramatic way to to do everything. But I guess they've done that already with Endgame. But I don't know. I don't know what other way to have the Young Avengers in there. But um, will they win? Uh, yeah, I mean, they they would have to. They're the Avengers. But um, I don't know if they're going to do it in the way that I think they will. I think having the magic users would be very beneficial. Obviously, we're having armor armor wars as well, so we're going to get more tech that way. But and the street level heroes. But I. Th- think having some of the galactic big power sets i think is going to be a big influence going forward so having the celestials having the uh, um uh having harry styles come in so <laughs> uh, uh star fox i know uh star fox coming in um i think that's going to be a big player going forward i think there's going to be more important than i think we realize hmm I feel like it'll be because it's hard for me to believe that someone like as much as i love captain america and it doesn't matter which captain america i uh, Captain America or like Spider-Man or Daredevil. Like it's, it's hard for me to believe that those guys are going to go up against Kang. Yeah. And that's, be successful. It's, re- it's like, of, of course it would be fun to see, but like, Oh, of course I would love that. Yes. Of course. They don't stand a chance. No, they I don't. Stand I think that, yeah, chance at all. No, they do not. Yeah. You, they I think it's going to split into two different really kind of give things. They're all, but like, I yeah, think, it I think it's going to turn separate. into two separate things. Literally. Yeah, we're going to have like the big Epic space and, you know, big battle, right? And then you can have like the street level heroes and their story going mm-hmm. on at the same time. So I think that they can have their own more... big bad. <laughs> yeah, they can have they their can own handle. big big struggle and stuff like that. Yeah. But but yeah, of course they're going to try. They're the Avengers. Of course. Of course I mean, that's yeah, expected of, of them, right? I feel yeah, like that. I mean, I feel like you see it I... in um, like comic storylines as well, where you get this insanely powerful person where it's like, how the hell are these street level heroes? <laughs> gonna go up against yeah. it but then you, they give it their all they literally yeah. fight so hard to win and they fail but like they get back up and they try again they pull their team together and they keep going at it so it's like their de- determination but it's like it sucks when the, you can just keep see them failing time and time again yeah. because they're literally facing off against this all-powerful being who's like a hundred times more powerful than they are it's fun to read and it's fun to experience but it's just like oh my god like how are they still standing i mean yeah i think i think we touched on it a little bit before i think obviously magic might be a little bit of a hindrance for king but he could probably deal with it eventually mm-hmm. you need to outsmart him exactly you're not gonna outdo his tech you're not gonna outdo you know his forward thinking you need to be able to outsmart someone like Kang and I, I think that's going to be the, the difficult part and that's what happened in Endgame as well ooh wow okay wow that's much to think about but like in regards to Kang Dynasty do you have any thoughts on how that could play out um I don't know I think I think it's going to be obviously I think it's going to be very much like uh, him taking over I think he's defeated the Avengers or whoever's going to come together to stop him by then just from the name says it's his dynasty is, you know, we're in the, in the era of Kang right now. So he's definitely in some sort of control to, but what aspect or to what level of control? I don't know, but he's definitely in some sort of level of control of either the world or the universe or our, our, our dimension mm-hmm. of the multiverse at the moment. So we'll see, but I'm very excited for it for sure. Ooh, me too. I'm very excited for it as well. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you kind of mentioned it, earlier of what could happen to our heroes and like you think they're gonna lose they're probably gonna lose initially yeah it's hard to like especially coming right up to 
coming right up against someone like Kang, uh, who knows what you're about to do anyways, and you have no idea who he even is, yeah. it's going to be very difficult to try to stop him, um, just straight up just meeting him. So I think what we see in Ant-Man uh, is going to be a big thing, like either, you know, Scott self-sacrificing or him because him saying like, I need to take you out. We're both going out, you know, yeah. you're not leaving here. Right. So I think that's going to be a huge step and that's going to be, that's why I say it's going to be so sad, but something big is definitely going to happen. I think King's going to obviously escape and he's going to have to try to take on uh, the Avengers and whoever's going to try to stop him is going to have to try to take him on. And I think they're going to fall very hard. Oof. Okay. It's going to be, it's going to be scary to watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness i'm like i feel like i'm not mentally prepared for that because i mean no one I, we watched infinity war yeah we saw what happened at the end of that movie nothing could have prepared me yeah. for that like but it's it's different in the fact that thanos just wanted to fix a problem and as soon as this problem was done he was done yeah right this is a conqueror he's not that done. never That's ends just like one one thing off his list yeah, no, he has, he's he's going to take over whatever that means to him. So like, that's much, much scarier than what Thanos, did. at least when Thanos was done, sure, half of life was gone, <laughs> but people could heal. And that's what you saw at the beginning of Endgame. People were starting to live life again and heal and process and go forward. That might not be an option with Kang, you know, <laughs> that might not be an option. Kang is a menace. <laughs> That's all, all I'm here. That's it. <laughs> he's well, he's driven. Like, he knows what he wants to do. Yeah. Wow, that's gonna suck. He's gonna be a force. It's gonna be a force. <laughs> that's not gonna be fun. Not for anyone in the movies. No, oh it's God. gonna be very entertaining to watch, though. Is it though? <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm gonna have a horrible time. <laughs> anyway, I know it's gonna be very emotional. It's gonna be very emotional. Exactly. I'm like, okay, yeah. bring the tissues. Be prepared. It's that's not a joke. I definitely will. So. <laughs> stressed i'm already very stressed <laughs> now um what in regards to comics though yeah are there because you mentioned the show right but are yes, there any yes. comics that you would kind of recommend people to read even if it's just um like a really interesting storyline but are yeah, there any that you're like you should read this yes of course um some of his newer stuff like i, I highly recommend some of his his newer comics, like there's a new miniseries that came out. It's just, uh, there's definitely a trade paperback for it, a graphic novel for it already, which is a compilation of the single issues. Um, it's just called Kang the Conqueror. It came out uh, last year. Uh, very, very good understanding of the new direction where they're going with Kang. Uh, and there's two other issues. One, they're both called Timeless. One came out last year. One came out this year. And it's giving you a better understanding of where Kang's going in this, the new direction mm-hmm. of where, where they're taking Kang. Like I said before, in the, originally with Kang, he was just the big, or this big bag that would randomly show up when the Avengers did something that he didn't want them to do. Now he's much more of not focusing on the Avengers, and he just the Avengers happen to show up when he's already doing something. So he has plans. He's moving forward with them. So like I said, the newest, newest miniseries called Kang the Conqueror and these two issues called timeless both of those would give you a very good understanding of where they're taking kang and they're very good jumping on points because they re they kind of give you an under um, some background context on who kang is and where he's come from Ooh, i mean i'm gonna read those <laughs> yes i definitely yeah, highly recommend I, i've been that. very curious about um him in the comics 
Yeah, you, I mean, there's a lot of other stuff you can look at too. There's, I mean, his early Avengers runs. I mentioned uh, Inhumans vs. X-Men. He was in that. Uh, Uncanny Inhumans, he was in that for a second. Like I said, he worked very closely with Black Bolt, the leader of the Inhumans. Um, he would, uh, one of my favorite runs of him was with Uncanny Avengers, the first volume of Uncanny Avengers, the Unity team. Uh, he messes with uh, Havoc a lot um, and uh, the the team itself because the humans were getting way too powerful and he wanted to kind of like bring them down a notch by backing the X-Men a little bit. So uh, that stuff is really, really fun stories. But to kind of get an understanding of the character, I'd recommend King the Conqueror and Timeless. Ooh. Okay. Those are great. That those um, yeah, and they're easily accessible, uh, accessible because they're very new, so they're still being produced, and you can still find them pretty easily. Okay, that's good to know. That's good to yeah. know. Now, yeah, you already have them. I yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> what do you hope to see from Kang in the MCU? I hope I see his love interest. I like I said, I hope I hope I want to see a human side of him, and I want to see the uh, I want to see the. Um, uh, the struggle with him, right? Struggling against his nature to fix and take over everything and be the the leader that he he knows he's always meant to be because mm-hmm. he's seen it uh, and he wants to you know take over everything. But having that love interest and Ravana on there, I think it would be very interesting, you know, to to bring him down a few notches yeah. from his quote unquote godhood to uh, to being a human like he is because he is he's just a human yeah. man, right? He's very smart. He has future tech. He has ruthless and drive. Uh, drive and willpower like no other but within the day he's still a human being with feelings and doubts I think that would be a very interesting take for him Ooh. plus I want to see that romantic side of him I think it'd be fun that would be fine yeah. that would be really nice to see but okay like because like in the in the in the in the show yeah. right he's doing a lot of this in the, in the cartoon right he's doing it to save her yes right yeah I remember yeah, that. he's doing it to save her so that could also be a, a huge motivation for her like she might be in like the, the strike this Christ uh cryopod right that he's trying he's like i have to you know solve this problem for my love i need to i don't care who gets in my way she needs to i'm solving this problem for her like i think that'd be interesting that would be great to see but okay in regards to like how much of him we're gonna see in the movies like do you think it's gonna be like quantumania maybe loki and then finishing off with kang dynasty like do you think he's going to be in a lot of projects or he's going to, you know, is he here for a long time, a short time? What are your thoughts? I mean, yeah, we're getting him at least for two, two years, right. Until King Dynasty. But uh, no, I think we're, yeah, I think you touched on the projects that I think he'll show up the biggest in obviously this one in Loki. Um, I think he'll show up from here or there. He'll, he'll definitely be in a few end credit scenes. I would have to assume uh, building something or getting, you know, putting the pieces together for something. Um, but I think that would also be very interesting if he did show up more in a lot of other things, did, did less of what Thanos did and just in, literally insert himself into a lot of stories because of something going on. And the, the person in that, the main character of that movie or show just happened to be in his way. Like he's not even there for him, for them. He just randomly shows up and takes what he was wanting to do and like devastates whoever that movie's about. I think, excuse me, I think that would be crazy. That would be Because like, that's very much not what Thanos did. Thanos was very behind the scenes until you saw him in, 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 in Infinity War. But I don't think... Um, Kang is not someone that's behind the scenes. He's very foot forward. He's the head of the army. He's the first soldier in. Like he's ready to go. So I think that would be a really fun way to do him too. <laughs> oh, 
Wow. Like he's not even like the main villain of any of these movies or stories, but he just randomly will show up, devastate who's ever there, get what he wants, and he's out in the middle of a movie. Like that, that would, would be, be nuts. crazy uh, to see. That, yeah, would, that be would be nuts. probably one of. I feel like that'd be one of the most insane things that they would they could do. Yeah, because be honestly, fun. imagine you're in the middle of watching a project and he just appears. Yeah, like whoever whoever the, like the Marvels are facing, right? He just jumps in he's not even for them he's not even there for them he's getting something or doing something that just happens to be in the same vicinity as them they try to don't know what's going on he levels them and he's like and then he gets out and then they still have to face the main villain that they were after before and they're like what the hell just happened like yeah what just happened what is going on right now who was that guy uh i think that'd be interesting oh whoa wow oh my god i'm so excited for kang yeah i think it'd be fun I mean, depending on when people are listening to this, uh, <laughs> everyone is. He he, he is everyone. here. <laughs> I'll just stick with that. Yeah. He is here. <laughs> I don't know how long he's here to stay, but he's here. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no joke. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, thank you. I feel like I learned a lot about Kang, and I'm hoping everyone else learned quite a bit about Kang today. Yeah. If you need a you know good comic store, there's comicstorelocator.com. If you want to find all those comics that I recommended earlier, that's a good resource for you to do. Or there's a lot of digital ones like Comixology or Marvel Unlimited. Or uh, yeah, that's where Kang is. Marvel Unlimited is a really good online source as well. Or your local library. Wow. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just like so focused on like Kang and like his character that my brain's just like, oh, I can't process anything else right now. Oh my gosh. But oh my god, we're gonna get some. Hopefully, some answers next week. Oh, so. I mean, we'll see. We're gonna we'll we're gonna see. find we'll out see. what happens. Or just a buttload uh, of other questions. So we're gonna see. Our questions gonna be answered. Are we gonna have more questions? Stay tuned. Find out. <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> but thank you again for joining me for this episode. No, thank you. Oh this has honestly been. A huge, I always love coming on. This is honor. Honor. Well, it won't be the last time. There will be more. I mean, just wait. The Batman Part Two. <laughs> That eventually is no going to come out. <laughs> we we got to go. prepare for that. And I mean, I feel like what we, we should do, I need to do, I need to do some reading first, but an episode on <laughs> Nightwing. <laughs> yeah. Whenever he pops up in the movies, we got to do something. He's, he's my, he's my boy. So I'm like, I haven't even read that much about him and I already love him. So <laughs> it's going to happen eventually. There you go. Um, but uh, do you want to just let everyone know one more time where they can find you? Yeah, of course. Uh, for the love of comics on TikTok and, uh, and Instagram and Facebook, stuff like that. The main Twitter, main social media pages. But yeah, my main presence is on uh, TikTok uh, for the love of comics. Yay, definitely uh, go follow Michael. Uh, fantastic content. As for me, I feel like I say this all the time, but like, I mean, I hope you know where to find me. I'm some variation of all day show on uh, most platforms. Some people stole my name. I say this. Yeah, that's been the hardest part too. Not shaking my finger original. at all, but like, I am some variation of all day show on almost all social media platforms. So you can head on over there, follow me if you want. <laughs> you don't have <laughs> to, but you can check out my content on those yes, platforms. They do. As well. You're like, yes, they do. You must follow her. <laughs> they do have to follow you. Yes, please do. But thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you all enjoyed this and learned a little more about Kang and um, how interesting of a character he is because I mean I hope your minds have been blown as much as mine has <laughs> during this time but until next time we'll catch you in the next episode and don't forget everyone 
We could do this all day. 